Hi, my little Valentines. It's Lala Kent. And Randall. And this is Give Them Lala with Randall. And today is the day of love. Are you proud of me? You didn't make the joke? Yeah. You remembered my name again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just want to make sure you're proud of me that I didn't say anything. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, So today is a special day because it is Valentine's Day. But a lot of people sit there and they're like, ugh, fuck Valentine's Day. I don't have a lover. And I don't feel like Valentine's Day is really about like having a significant other. For me, it's always been my little brother Easton's birthday. Okay, Lala, that's very specific. For the rest of us yeah. that are romantic, right. it is about Valentine's Day. Like it's having about, a significant other? It's not about your brother Valentine's Day. It's his birthday. I think that's more special. Okay, well, if people know you, which most people listening probably do, <laughs> okay. they know that your family is the most important thing on the planet. But for the rest of us right. on planet Earth, Valentine's Day is a romantic lover's day. And by the way, I want to tell you that it is the greatest day on the planet. You get to shower, spoil your lover with unlimited, unlimited things, roses, uh, sexy things, uh, surprises. Sounds like just another day for Lala. Okay. Well, <laughs> that just sounds like an everyday okay. thing. I, okay. You're an exception I'm just because lucky. you have me. Right. Okay. But, but you're who, mo- like, I'm sure a lot of chicks that are listening to this are going to be like, oh, Randall Emmett, he's making Valentine's Day about lovers. Like, if you think about it, most people are like, fuck Valentine's Day. No. It's more of a reminder okay, I, that you don't I, okay, have Okay. I don't someone. like where this is going. First of all, this is not acceptable. You're so romantic, though. That's okay, why you don't like it. But stop saying it's like, because there's a lot of, okay, let me say something. I, when I was single, like when dinosaurs roamed the earth, okay, okay I, I remember Valentine's Day. And you know what? I, I still didn't have that attitude, like, like fuck Valentine's Day. You know what I did? You're not said? a girl. No. Okay. But Keep you know, going, but you're not a chick. Okay. Keep going. But you know what I did? I spoiled my mother. I did things like that. All I'm saying is this. You don't have to have a partner on Valentine's Day. It's like if you're single, then you should So we're saying the same thing, Randall. Yeah, but but for me, it's like even when I was in college and I was like broke, no money. Yeah. Like I – okay, this is a true story. I sold – one of my TVs, my roommate was not happy. I sold the TV. True story. It was a plasma. It's a plasma. I sold this TV for like maybe 60 bucks. And I was able to hire a friend for 10 bucks. And I, and I cooked a whole romantic dinner in yeah. my dorm room to this girl that I really liked at the time. So there you go. So what Valentine's did you make her? Day. Top huh? ramen? Oh, no. That was like double steak. And there was like a baked wow. potato and oh, shit. Oh, you sold the TV to make To get all that shit and, and be able to get flowers. I couldn't afford anything. That is so sad. See, most people say that's romantic. Tim? I would yeah. never. No. Tim. Romantic. Tim. It's who the romantic. hell is giving up? Did you at least get Punani after? If you're giving up a plasma for one freaking dinner... It wasn't you just a dinner. It was late. roses. I probably bought a card. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but it was. A that's good- Randall Emmett for you, though. <laughs> he, that's what he does. He's like, if I have to sell something to just give a chick one nice dinner, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, I'm so lucky to have you. Right. I would never do that. No, I would you would never no, do that. You would, you, would, you would let us starve to death before I, you I reached in your I pulled my Valentine's The last time you reached in your pocket, I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I actually have something really romantic planned. Oh, you do? I do for tonight. This is not like you usually. It's not. I'm telling you, you guys. Randall, if you bang on the table one more time, I'm going to bang I know, on you. But it's pretty funny. Pull Let's it together, honest. rookie. No banging on the table. Okay, but listen. No, listen, listen. Mm. 
My little brother's birthday yeah. is February 14th, no, Valentine's three Day. Times, three times. And for me today is like super emotional because yes. it's just another day that like my brother's by himself on yes. his birthday, is meaning that... he doesn't have his dad. Okay, but your brother has a girlfriend, a serious girlfriend. Right. And he, and I talked to him today. He's and he good. is Yeah, he's happy you're not. Like you're creating something that doesn't exist. Your brother is very excited today. And I talked to him. I said, you're, I woke up next to your sister yeah, yeah. and she had tears in her eyes. And, 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 and I said, please call her because it is an emotional date for your dad. That I do know. I know that your dad not being here, daddy's girl, I, that part I get. Well, and but I'm getting older. your brother's not happy because he, no, he's no, no, had no, no, the time of his life. No. Easton's great. It's me. The thought of like, yes. oh, his birthday. He doesn't that have I his understand. dad. That and as you get older, you're like not hanging out with your family as much. You know, everyone like starts getting boyfriends yes. and girlfriends. And I'm like, just another birthday that he's like grown and we're not together. It sucks. Okay, but let's talk about your Valentine's Day. Let's just talk about let's talk, my let's Valentine's talk fucking Day. positivity. Okay, let's talk I mean, about what I got. I got so much candy all over my closet. And then I got three cards, not just one, that told me how much Randall Emmett loves me. Okay, thank you. So can we talk about the uplifting part about Valentine's Day, not the negative? And you also got a <laughs> gift. You got a you also got a pre-Valentine's Day gift this week. Did you forget about that? Wait, so was was the Chanel bag an I'm sorry slash happy Valentine's Day? <laughs> this is gonna go bad. This is gonna go bad. Is that what it was? I mean, I think it's great. I just didn't know that it was double meaning. Okay, I'm moving on from this whole thing. You know what? You make Valentine's like I actually want to go home now and just bury my head in the pillow because that's what. And you we're also Valentine's Day. Yes, and we're gonna also have we're surprising each other tonight. We said with romantic gestures, which neither with one some of us. Chicken, wow, wow. Okay. Um, I, I got some like little. A, sexy... I meant like a, Tim. I meant like a romantic dinner. Oh, I'm <laughs> Randall's forty eight. I'm twenty nine. I still need bomb chicken wow wow time. Uh, I I'm wearing lingerie. Okay, I got now, us a sexy oh, you got game. My you got my attention. Yeah. yeah hello. Hi. <laughs> hey, over here. Valentine's dinner. Get out of here. Okay, uh, I'm, As, I'm, you stopped me here. It's like the confused. one, the one time that it's like we don't even have to sit there and be like, "Hey, we don't have kids. Should we like bang okay, tonight?" I want to ask you this. Ask <laughs> ask your producer Tim what he did for his girl this morning. What did you do? For, what did you do for your wife this morning, Tim? Well, we celebrated last night. Uh, t- tell us, Tim. Share. We went to a place called Black Market Liquor Bar in Studio City. Right, so you got had drunk. some nice. drinks. Got drunk. We didn't get drunk, but what? we had a couple. A couple of cocktails, you know, Vominos Rapidos. That's what they call them at the uh, black market liquor bar. Okay, okay. so it was good. And did be... you get lucky after? No comment. Good for you, Tim. All right, Timmy, I'm proud Producer of you. Producer Timmy is going to bank Producer Tim. <laughs> High five. Producer Timmy went at it. I'm very happy also, that he had fun. I'm also I'm going to report excited. back to you tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. You're going to have fun tonight, I promise. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your heart's going to be racing. I've got the paramedics on call just in case, you know, he has a little too Don't much worry, fun my, and goes into cardiac arrest. I took my heart pills this morning. <laughs> okay. So today I also want to celebrate Valentine's Day by preaching self-love. Okay. Our guest today is one of my best friends in the entire world. We did not start off on the greatest foot and some I people that's like... An, that's an understatement. An understatement. Yeah. But because of that... I fucking respect this bitch so much. We went toes for like 
a couple years. Yeah. And neither one of us like really caved until both of us were like, you know what? Let's apologize. And since that day, which happened on the reunion, oh. season five. Okay. We both apologized, and now that bitch is in my mother effing wedding. She's a, a bridesmaid. Katie freaking Maloney. Wait, and her husband is a groomsman. Oh, How cool is that? See? But here's the thing. You know what? I, I agree with you. I think so. Look, I think what you were trying to say in the beginning of this podcast. The self-love. The self-love. Like yes. Meaning, and, and I agree with you. Wait, can I just say this? I, I agree with you. If you don't have a significant Yeah, I went other, off on a tangent about how much I loved Katie. Yes, but, 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 I, no, but I just want to say, if you have a significant... Uh, if you don't have a significant lover, like you can have self-love and have the greatest Valentine's Day. I, a lot of my friends tonight yeah. are going to go out together in a big group, go have fun, blast it out. Da, da, da. Yeah. I think I think that's equally as fun. And then next year, they'll probably be in love and different kind of Valentine's Day. I just think it's important that either you're showing love, it, if it's your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your significant other, a yourself. dog. Yourself. I think as long as your extra love is what I care about today. But I want to say one thing. Katie and Tom, yes. over these years, and I don't think a lot of people know this about us, but, I mean, we travel with them. Yeah. They become really good friends to both of us. And Katie, I think, is probably one of the most grounded people I know. Like, she doesn't really escalate. If she doesn't like a hotel room, for sure, <laughs> she'll check the fuck out of that room and leave us hanging. But other than that, then we'll get to that. Don't worry, Katie. We got that coming. But, but, no, but other than that, I swear to you, Katie and Tom... Now I know why they're together because Tom is like my kind of center. Like if I hang out with Tom, yeah. I always feel like I'm okay. He just makes you feel like life is not that serious. Right. And Katie, I think, just brings you kind of the same groundedness. Right. She just keeps it in perspective and she always, always tells it like it is. And I think that's a misinterpretation like me. Like I'm a bull in a china shop and people will take that as, oh, Randy's an asshole. Randall's a, Randy's just super. Uh. But yeah. I think that when people are truthful and I think Katie is very truthful, but beyond sensitive as well. And I mm -hmm. think that's a misunderstanding. I think like you say, you know? Yeah. And I know Katie when cameras are off right? and when she's in a very vulnerable and sensitive place and yeah. what she deals with on a day to day basis and still like goes out into the world and freaking kills it. Yeah. I think is definitely an inspiration to Many, many people, especially women. Yeah, and I and I think that I th I'm excited to have Katie here and this is to sit with us because I think people really will get to know Katie the way you know Katie, the yeah. way I know Katie. And look, Katie's a badass. I mean, Katie says it how it is, she but at same and keep but at same mind, time, she's very vulnerable, like you. Yes, you both. Are I know. Very I similar. know the both. I know both Katies. I know when you go toes with her, she don't fuck around. That's why I love her. Yeah. And I know that she's like the sweetest. And that's that's my my uh, yeah. goal today. I, by the way, Get I think that's the, see the real Katie Maloney. And I think that was a great intro. I think that before we bring Katie out here, I think we got to go to the voicemails real quick because I love this. this is my favorite, my favorite part. part of the podcast. Can I tell you why it's my favorite part? Tell me. Because every voicemail we do, they they'll DM me. Right. And yep. then I get to repost it like I'm cool, like somebody knows me. So I get a new Hell follower. Yeah. So I, every so if we did like two voice, two uh, voicemails, I get two new followers. So I'm very excited about that. <laughs> I love it. OK. The important thing. Should we listen to our yeah. first voicemail? Yep. OK. Hey, guys. So I was just wondering for Lala, when you're filming your interviews, is it hard to always talk in the present tense? Because obviously you do your interviews after everything happens, and I feel like I would always want to talk in the past tense. And for Randall, what do you think Lala's most funny moment on Vanderpump was? Thanks. Love you guys. 
I love this voicemail. <laughs> you know, it's not that hard to talk about the past in the present because all of these things really happen. So when they're asking you about these things in the interviews, I start getting wound up again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. Fuck that bitch. When she said that to me, you know, and it's it's almost like therapy. Those interview sessions, I'm like, thanks for the free therapy, guys. I feel great now, you know? Oh, yeah. So, no, that part's not hard. My favorite part of the question is, what's your favorite Vanderpump moment of Lala Kent? <laughs> wow. Let's talk about me some more. Wow. I, I honestly, and this is not a cop out. I actually like all of it. I just think you're funny as shit. I really do. You I, even think BJ's for the PJ's no, is no, funny that now? One I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you don't think all of it's funny. Yeah, that one is not that was not my favorite. What but, about like let's get it popping, Daddy? Fine. Okay, we're going to other pl- I'm trying to give you general landscape. Like what I love about you on your show, honestly, is that you are pretty authentic. Whether I like it or not, right. you are as real as it gets. Like Lala here, Lala at home, Lala on the on the show, doesn't change. There's no other gear. It's not like, oh, we go into Lala on TV, right? I mean, you know Lala in the office and on, in life. She doesn't have other gears. So that's the respect I always give you. So it's hard. Like I would never, I, you know, in, in the four years we've been together, I've never tried to edit you. There are a few things like that line or two I wish you would never said, but um, I don't really have a say over things that come out of your mouth. So there we go. The whole package. And this is why I love him because he's like, that's Lala. Yeah. You cannot censor someone who's almost 30. This is who I am, whether you like it or not. I'm not changing. I'm sorry. My mom tried at a young age. It didn't happen. Everyone should give up. Yeah. Okay. Um, It is what it is. You just brought back a few moments that I could let go. So let's uh, let's move forward now. All right. Let's move forward to the next voicemail. (laughs) Hey, yo. My name is Hillary. I love you guys on the show. I'm really excited that Rand is on the show. I think he's a pretty cool guy. I also like his voice. Anyways, question for you, Lala. You know, Katie was really brutal and really disgusting a couple seasons ago. Just the nastiness and the attacking and the pointing fingers about your relationship. And I'm just wondering how you guys made up. And I know that you're really, really close right now. So would love to hear all about that and also love your pod show. Bye. Okay. I, I love this voicemail and here's why. Let, let's be very clear. Katie was nasty to me. Lala was nasty to Katie. Yes. I made comments about I body shamed, which still to this day is the most embarrassing moment I've ever had on Vanderpump Rules. I talked about her relationship as well. I said things that were absolutely inappropriate and I respect her for not punching me in the face because if someone said the things about you and I Mm. that I said to about Schwartzy I I would have decked him so people love to talk about oh but Katie did this to you and it's like okay but let's switch this let's think about what I also did to Katie yeah and I also think just to add to to close this out I, I agree with all that and I think that Katie didn't know you at the time. She didn't know our relationship at the time because I wasn't anywhere around. And I think that you didn't know Katie. And I think the two of you through time became best friends because that's life. That's what happens. People don't, it's a misunderstanding. I think you misunderstood her. She misunderstood you. Right. And today when we're on vacation, in places, I'm like, it's like you guys have known each other for 20 years. So it's I very, can't even think of a time that I, yeah, we. It's very hard to look friends. back at that time. It is. I, I, I can't even fathom doing that to her again. Right. So I think question. we. I think we should have 
uh, Miss Katie Maloney Schwartz join us. Yes. It's about that time. I agree. The infamous bad bitch, Katie Maloney Schwartz in the mother effing building. And the building today is Sir Restaurant, <laughs> Wait, where it is, all began. We're literally sitting in the VIP And this room. is my favorite part. Katie, welcome. The mothership. The Hi. <laughs> we're so happy you're here. It's like, it's like hanging out. It's like, we're, like we could be anywhere right now. But Exactly. I just want to say, because it is odd, at least for me, that we're here where it all started. You started, just to refresh, you started here eight years ago? No, I started, I got hired here in 2009. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 11 years? <laughs> yeah. 11 years ago. A lifetime. Oh, wait, just tell me what that was like in a nutshell. Just what happened? How did you get here and then how did you get on the show? Well, I, I came here for dinner one time and I loved it and I was like, I want to work here. I mean, it's, it's I mean, it's such a cool yeah. place to come and have dinner and I right. just, I like the vibe and... I just wanted to work here and I met Guillermo the first time I came and, oh my and of course he's like here's my card like <laughs> if you ever need anything and so I, I like emailed him and I was like are you hiring and he's like well bring your resume and they weren't hiring and I was like okay well even if it's in like three months from now like give me a call right and I swear almost three months to the day he called me and I was working on my other job and I was like <gasps> wait what was that what was that uh, at Barney's Beanery yes <laughs> this is so great I know oh, so you yeah. went so he calls you and says come in yeah come in and so I yeah I started training okay now how long is it from the time you started training to the time a you met tom and b you got on the show oh, how did uh, this all happen okay so it was probably that was october 2009 i met tom uh i would say <laughs> t- june may june of 2010 wow okay wow so you were brand new yeah yeah. And then when does a show come into life? How does that happen? Um, that was probably 2012. Oh, so a couple we, of years. When we the pilot and all of that. And, and you, what did they say? They just like came into yeah. the restaurant. And they were like, hey, so, we're going to film you guys. Yeah. So house. So I started working here before the Real Housewives started. Oh, wow. All of that. So we thought, because this was before the lounge had opened, so they called a meeting. We thought it was going to be a meeting about the lounge and what was going to happen and just sort, sort of that kind of information. And we got here and they're like, so we're, we want to do a show here about you guys. Oh, wow. It was a whole, it was like this whole staff was here. And they're like, if anyone's not interested, you can leave. Those of, those of you who are interested, stay. Did a lot of people leave? So yeah, some people left. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, they yeah. done fucked up. I mean, if you're, yeah, that was a mistake. But, but me, me, Chris, and Stasia looked at each other. And we're like, we got this. Ah, that's amazing. And they do. Uh-huh. They do got this. Yeah. yeah you yeah, basically yeah. ran. So from, from that point on, you start filming. Yeah. And then when's like the first time you realize, oh my god, I'm recognizable? Like when is that? Because I always ask my actor friends in my movies. I always say like, there's people don't like to ask that question. But when is the first moment where you walk outside and somebody comes up to you and goes, oh my god, Katie, we're a fan? What, like, do you remember even that moment? Um, a lot of people would look at me and ask me like, did you go to this high school? Or like, everyone really? thought, everyone thought I like I they just recognized <laughs> me from somewhere, and right. then they're like, oh, never. It was You're a lot of just show. like they they couldn't place me. Yeah. And then, yeah, so it, it just was, it sort of slowly happened slowly over time. Built. Yeah. And then, yeah. It, and then the show, and then, and then the show explodes and yes. you guys can't go anywhere. And now they know for damn sure they didn't go to high school with her. They know she's on. <laughs> yeah. I guess, it, I guess it was when, it was, I guess it was when other like celebrities started recognizing Like, us. oh, 
Because half of Hollywood, really which is great, which is great, because half of my industry, obviously, even before I met Lala, like we were all like, oh my God, Vanderpump Rules, the best show. They mm-hmm. go crazy. They do crazy. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. you guys, how many people in Hollywood, you know, were big fans? So I yeah. thought, yeah. All right. That's I thought crazy. that, I thought, I just think it's cool to hear like the origins because I don't think people yeah. really know like, 10, 11 years you've been at this. That's a career. Well, at Star, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a long time. I know. But how amazing that the place that she really wanted to work at, because it was chic, and then, like, that was going to be her life story. Yeah. Like, the place I really wanted to work just decided to do a TV show with my friends, and it was a huge success. Yep. And now we're buying houses and whatnot. It's <laughs> no, insane. It, not not like, buying houses. I mean, giving you a life, the, the origin of this place. You know, obviously your personality, the cast personality, you know, creates the success of the show. But it is pretty cool that we're sitting here in the place where you were taking orders at a restaurant. Now you're, you know, a, a, a superstar. I think it's pretty yeah. cool. It's it is crazy. Cool. It's crazy because in LA, we all take jobs at restaurants right. just to, as a means to an end to hopefully end up on TV in another capacity. Right. But you never think that taking a job at that restaurant is going to put you on TV. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. right. It's very, job. yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> that same type of, it all starts with, I went to Sir just to have dinner. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with me. I went to Sir to just simply have dinner. And then all of a sudden, you know, the OGs welcomed me onto the cast and five years completed a lot of rough patches. And then it's like the best time ever. However, a lot of things come with being on a reality TV show because people think they can talk to you a different way than they would obviously talk to Jennifer Aniston, you know? <laughs> yeah. And Katie knows a lot about that. So what is it like? When you, you know, you went to the Oscar brunch, you looked chic AF, and I saw that you posted something that someone had commented. Wait, this is this year. This is this year. This just happened. I wanted to uh, physically assault the person that she's going to tell you. So I want to. Okay, Katie, share. Yeah. Share. Oh, yeah. So myself, Stassi, Brittany, and then Tom, Jax, and Bo, we got invited to the E, had like a uh, pre-Oscar brunch. It was like a show that they had with like all kinds of different segments and we played dictionaries. That's very cool. So the the theme was like a brunch, like, I I wasn't supposed to dress like I'm going to the Oscars. So I was like, okay, well, let me just wear, so I wanted to wear something that was like Parisian chic. Yeah, I love it. And it, it was, like, you know, Chanel, Carrie Bradshaw. So I, yeah, I put on a skirt that I got from Paris. Okay. With a little, like, cute blazer and everything. And, like, Saucy, I, I sent a picture to Saucy. She goes, oh, my God, yes. I was like, cool. Okay. Didn't, think, didn't think anything of it. And then Brittany posted a picture of it. And then, of course, all the comments were dominated just by everyone hating on my outfit, which I'm used to it. People don't like How do you deal with, how do you style. deal with that? Because you're such a nice person. I know you for a long time now. How, I, like, when this first started, I got a lot of mean comments about my weight, things like that. I mean, she knows. And, but, like, I flipped out in the beginning. Now, yeah. I've tuned it out. But you've been doing this for 10 years. So how do you take it? Uh, is it? Does it put you into a, like, retreat? Or does it make you attack? Or do you just not give a shit? It depends on what they're saying. Okay. What, what they go in for. Okay. Well, the comment that you circled and reposted on your Instagram. What was that? Let's talk about okay, that one. So this person... She had said, I don't think it's so much of the outfit. It's about the fact that she gained weight. And if she was in shape, 
the outfit wouldn't look bad on oh, her. Oh, that's gross. And it's also, that's you know, gross. her Tim, I mean, personality and her, I feel bad for her husband because she probably never has sex with him. I mean, she, oh, just, what? she, just, she just went like for it all. Yeah, it was bad. I saw oh, it. you saw it? it? Was, During my research, I saw it. And I, wow. I really try. It's disgusting. I, I've gone to, I've just, I try to not look at the comments because I know what's there. And if I go look at them, it will it will affect me. It will because upset me because I have I have yes I have a thick skin, and I try to remind myself that these are strangers. I don't know them. Their opinions really strangers in a dark matter. room yeah. who are who will never come out of that room. Right. right. It's all hide behind a screen because. But at the same time, you're a human being. But I'm a human yeah. being, of course. Yeah. But I saw this one, and it just like really stood out to me as just being exceptionally evil oh wow and i just was like "Mm -mm, no and so i I just decided that i'm just like you know what i just i'm just gonna go ahead and just put this on my story good good for you just because i just think this is disgusting and inappropriate and i don't care who gets mad at me i just think that i want all my followers to see see. how gross this is right and maybe and maybe that'll distract some people from not saying shit like that did you get a lot of people in the dms that were like i can't believe someone would say that to you Oh yes, yeah. yeah. No, I and and of course I had a lot of people that, that were like, "Don't listen to that." I think you look awesome, and you know, and I appreciate that love and support. But it's just you know, it's hard. I I didn't cry about that, <laughs> or you know, I no. wasn't. It wasn't like I was like sad and depressed. It was just more like, "Wow, like this person is a monster." Yeah, exactly. I've I've had people say really horrible things like that, even worse, like I should die or things like that. Yeah, and I blasted a few of them. I I just think. The fact that people think they can just spew anything because their own miserable life, it's just not. They think I they can say it to me because of the horrible things I've said to other people. They think I deserve it because I'm not a nice person or because I've said mean things to Lala or to I, you know, I got James fired. And they back me into this corner of like where I can't say anything because I've done and said this. I know, but two, but at so the end of the day, two wrongs don't make a right. Exactly. It's not a tit for tat. But also, let's, let's make something very clear. When people are watching us on television, everyone involved on the show is going toes with each other. If Katie's going toes with someone, it's because they've said something. On the show, it's definitely a tit for tat type of thing. But as an outsider, you watching the show are not captain save the weakest link no and they think that that's okay and they want to talk to you about your behavior in certain scenes and it's like okay but let's remember how long we film let's remember that these scenes are cut into an hour-long episode and it's not your job to say anything except sit your ass on the couch and enjoy your fucking tuesday night you are not there like these people were not there just because they're watching Something on TV does not mean that you were there and that you can and, speak on. And by the way, hold on. And, and in all respect to that, I've seen you guys all have your moments. But at the end of the day, I've also seen, I'm sorry, let's not do that again. We can be better than that. I've seen it from all of you guys, not just Jax. I've seen it with Tom. I've seen it. So the part that these people saying these things, they don't see the part where it's like, hey, I love you. I made a mistake. Let's be better. And none of these people on the internet, when they say this shit, or ever, 
I'm going to tell you something. Well, I, I feel like they do see see that. I they they've no, seen they they've seen my apologies. They've seen the apologies with me and Lala. They just don't want to remember those. Right. Things. They only they want to go to the bad stuff. They, yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. And, I, and I'll say one other thing. I've gone after people on the internet who've come after me, and a lot of times they'll flip their whole tune and say, "Oh, I didn't know you were a real person," or "I'm sorry." <laughs> my favorite. You know. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know you. I thought this was like some. I'm like, so wait, that makes it okay that you could talk shit to? I yeah. Mean, so I, I I feel for you guys because you guys have it. A thousand times worse. I want to ask one thing. Um, this this fall that I that I heard about that I've never had a real conversation mm. with you about. Can you just it, tell me what happened? Because I know it's a big deal in your life and yeah. was, was traumatizing on every level. I just what what? How did this all happen? Okay, so it actually happened right around the time I got hired here. It was like right when I finished my training here and I was supposed to start my shift. So the night before I was supposed to start my first shift here, I was hanging out with my friends at uh, one of their apartment buildings on the roof and it was very chill it wasn't like i was going <laughs> wild or anything like that and I, I sat on an old skylight it was a big massive old skylight and i sat on it and it broke and i fell 25 feet and landed on a staircase and had brain injury i broke my collarbone i broke my jaw Oh and pretty God. much all my ribs on my right side. Oh, my I, God. I didn't remember anything. I didn't remember falling. Oh, you don't anything. remember? No, thank God. It's trauma amnesia. Right. Thank God. Okay. So um, you wake up, you're in the hospital, as obviously. In ICU, yeah. How many days before you come out of it? Oh, like, I mean. Right away. Then Not right away. But, but a day. Yeah. Like, I, I woke up and my mom was there. And Oh, my God. I can't imagine. I have some family there. And imagine. everyone is, like, terrified. And I'm just like. What's going yeah, they're explaining to me what happened. when you open your eyes? No, because I'm on a morphine Oh, you trip. are? I'm like, are. what's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, my God. And I'm just like, thanks for coming. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. You thought it was like a little party just to hang out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're on the morphine how trip. Long, like, how long are you in the hospital for to recover? Um, I was there for like three three to four days before they like. Before they let least, you go. Yeah, because when you, when you have a... A brain injury they want to make sure that the bleeding stops right and okay. they also had to wire my jaw shut because it was how broken. long was that how long was that i had my jaw wired shut for like six weeks when you say shut okay because i hear this all I the was time kanye, was west. kanye west sipping sipping uh you, your mouth, that's the it? Syrup. you never had a, a piece of hard food no i could not chew oh anything. i lose my shit i i fall it was hard. it was no, awful i, I lose it was my shit awful and i had to have a titanium I, screwed to my jaw because it was not healing um, straight. This is by far the worst story I, I've heard <laughs> in a long time. This it's, is horrible. Yeah, it was. This is horrible. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, so now. <laughs> you said, but after you said something to me that was really interesting, uh, and this was like a couple weeks ago, but we were at your house and you were like, I don't, after my accident, I didn't feel like myself. You were like, I used to be cool. I like, I used to be chill and cool. Yeah, and I was like, well, to me, you're still chilling, cool. Like, what do you, did you feel like it affected after that your day to day life and how you felt about certain things? Yeah, um, I mean, traumatic brain injuries can alter your personality for sure. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I feel like I was someone that was very easygoing and very relaxed and very like just like <laughs> it's all good, you know. And so, so yeah, now I feel like I I do sometimes get angry a lot faster i you you spike quicker you yeah mean. right the um, fuse is shorter my fuse is a lot shorter but, uh, but more about specific things or just it can just happen meaning like, um, like are the things that trigger you or is it just like 
you just you used to have more patience. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just I feel like my tolerance for things yeah. is just is it's just not there. Not the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you noticed that that happened after your Thank accident. God you're a lot. Yeah. Oh a lot God. of yeah. Just there was there was, it was just like a shift in sort of getting used to being inside my head again and right. sort of. It, it just is weird. When, it was, it's, it's hard to describe. It's yeah. really hard to articulate because it's it was a process of figuring things out and still almost figuring it out and yeah. trying to remember things and my memory even like it's weird. I can I can remember things from a million years ago and then there's some things just you like can't. complete black. I don't okay. remember like sections of my life. Right, which Be, is weird. Before wow. we go to break, because we're going to take a break real quick, I just want to ask how long before you were mobile again, your jaw wasn't wired shut, where you started to feel like yourself again. How how many weeks, how many months, a year? I mean, but I, uh, so this happened November 9th. I was able to like sort of come back to work and be back in the like beginning of January. Wow. That's a, that's a so, serious, I'm, sh- I'm shocked. But it I was mean, just, it's, it, I still was like healing. I still was still swollen in my face and I still like had, dental stuff I had to do there was still you know and then and then came like the emotional and like mental the recovery. PTSD yes you had you, that's what I was gonna ask yeah I, I, you had to have major PTSD yeah I, okay for sure well I'm glad you're here because thank that's, you that's, yeah. that's insane and and God thank God you're you're able to sit here and talk about it because I'm sure a lot of people who sustain that kind of fall could don't get to right yeah We're back with the amazing Katie and Lala, both of you. We're back. <laughs> so I want to get back into, after your fall, the PTSD that you experienced after. Because there was a time that you and I were being bougie on a yacht somewhere. And I was like, do you want to jump off the top with me? And you were like, I don't take risks like that. I Like, I'm good. Yeah. I... It's not like a fear of heights thing, but I feel I, after my accident, I went through the, with the PTSD, it, it, there was a lot of like survivor's guilt. Cause yeah, there was a lot of people who went through a similar thing, who weren't as lucky, who right. became paralyzed, who didn't survive. Right. And so when I sat there for a long time, I'm like, well, why was I so lucky? Like why, like yeah. why? Which is, which That's sounds, what I done. which is kind of morbid in itself, but you can't help but have those thoughts. Like and how come I was a lucky one and there are people in wheelchairs? Exactly. Right. And so you want to think like, Oh, well, I guess that means I'm destined for something, but you don't think like that. Right. It's a, it's a very weird, hard thing to get sort of comfortable with and get were your you, head. Were around. you in a dark place for a long time after that? Just because you were trying to, the struggle of just the PTSD or, or were you? It was like, it was, it would come and go. Okay. Cause I was so happy and excited to get back into my life. And cause I was, I went to Vegas, um, to like heal. I went to her, my, her gra- mom, my grandma, my grandparents oh. live there. So like, that's why I went and saw an oral specialist. And okay. so, yeah, you did all it was more reading. comfortable there than being in my apartment here with no one to help me. So, yeah, I was so excited to come back to L.A. and be with my friends and come yeah. back to my job. Here right. To get back into a routine. Exactly. Right. And so I was so focused on that that once I came back, I was like, oh, gosh, like this is weird. And yeah. I feel like I, my life didn't feel quite like my own anymore. And wow. I was like, I was, you know, I, before everything, I wanted to do acting and I was like not even sure I wanted to do that anymore because I was really? like, life is so uncertain that I want to feel like I can do something that you want to do something that mattered in your what you thought mattered something in that, moment. that I was in control of 
Well, because, when, right, with when the acting, you have to sit around. When, and, yeah, you have to go out and auditions, and it's so subjective. It's like, I can't, I'm not, like, yeah. I want to do, so I then was like, you know, I've, I've always been interested in working in, like, the music industry, so that's when I decided I wanted to go and try to get, you know, an internship at a record label, and oh, really? I just, I kind of started to switch gears, so slowly over time, yeah. but, like, I just, like, really started, like, kind of focusing my attention that way okay but but yeah over time like you do like it would, it would come in like waves of being like sort of depressed and like, in a dark place and not understanding and also th- there's a lot of like new thoughts and feelings and and frustrations and yes oh. having like that short fuse all of a sudden oh, and, and not bad. and not bad. feeling happy all the time like i was just i was so easygoing always so like i mean i was i was always sassy and always like a little like yeah but that's that's Makes you. I was you. always like me, but now I, I, I there was like a little bit of a dark darker to me. But that, that that's I think what I'm most intrigued by this whole thing because I can't imagine. Like, I was just trying to think through while you're talking about the whole thing. Like and I fell, I'm in the hospital. I don't think I'd ever be the same. Now would I, would there be parts of Randall that you'd still know? Of course, but yeah. but I think there's a piece of myself that I'm going to lose yeah. when I fall off. When I fall, you yes. know, like in that, and then it's never going to come back. But what, what do I become then? What, what how do I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm very intrigued by this because I just think it's such a life altering, changing moment. When you're, when you're 24, I think, yeah, when I was 24 and you're faced with mortality in yes. that way, yes. you shouldn't, you shouldn't be thinking about that kind of stuff when right. you're that age. You should be like, I have my whole life ahead of me, but here I am being like, okay, well, Maybe I don't have my whole life ahead of me. Right. And almost all of a sudden I'm like, I better figure something out. And there's pressures and there's thoughts in my head that I never wanted to have. And just trying to figure it all out at one time was really consuming. And I'll tell you, I'll say this last thing about mortality. It's like, I, I understand that because at 24, I thought I would live forever. And, yeah. and at 48, having children, the minute I had kids... I definitely start thinking about the clock. I mean, Tim, you yeah. know, right? Yeah. So you, once you have kids, you know, you start thinking, oh, my God. Okay, they're going to graduate. I'm going to be this age. They're going to oh be in gosh. college. They're going to have babies right. at this age. And will I even be around at that age? So for you to say that, I, I can understand now. It makes more sense to me. At 24, you should never be thinking about that right. shit. So the fact that you fell from a building and were in the hospital trying to possibly going to die, that makes sense, I think, why your life was changed for the next you know, for the rest of your life. And I think at 24, you should never have to face that. Yeah. So, I, yeah. but I also, can I say one last thing? Yeah. I'll, I'll be quiet, I promise. <laughs> no, I promise I'll shut up after this. But um, I, I think that when you have children, the uplift from this is, I think obviously you're always going to be a great mother, but now I think you'll really, um, you know, just cherish every second, every second, because you've been in a place at 24 that you should have never been in. And now even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do yeah, know like, what you're she's, saying. She's going to be a great mother no matter what. Right. But I think you'll cherish every second every minute because yeah she has a different outlook right on it. right because you had to face through. that shit at an age you yeah. should never have faced i think sometimes yes well thank you no, but, just, um, time, <laughs> just time is going to mean something different to you than it would mean every parent when you have a child you face your mortality because you start adding up the clock and it's the worst thing you ever do as a parent because you start going there's oh seven gosh there's 17 Ugh, no no you, you, can't, you can't do it now no it's not de- it's not depressing you know what it does it makes you when they're screaming in the back room or they're or they're terrorizing the living room. Right. It just makes you go, 
you know what? I'm lucky to have this moment. Perspective. That's all. It's perspective. perspective. Okay. Yes. It's not a depressing thing. It's just like, okay, I'm going to suck it up when I've lost all patience and I need five minutes to myself, you know, and, yeah. and Lala, you know, has to face that now as a stepmom. But uh, <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. Today I'm she, like, do I want to be a biological parent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you, oh, please. But, I but, I, but I'll tell you, it's, it, I just think that, you know, you have had to have that perspective way earlier than you're supposed to. And I think that's what I've realized now. And I give you a lot of props for getting through that stuff. What about, so you were left with some scars yeah. on your face, mm-hmm. which by the oh, way, every time I that. see, no, you don't notice them unless she well, points them like, out. Oh, okay. Here, and then, yes, right here, yeah, yeah. I, I never, I, they're I barely, they're pretty badass. I will say, <laughs> thank I'm, you. I'm like Only that though. You. I know well, that was, yeah. One thing when I was, when I was going through like the whole healing process, was that they're like, do you want to see plastic surgeon for your scars? Because, you know, that might leave a mark. And when I was, you know, pursuing acting at that time, that was something that maybe oh. would have been important. And I was just like, no, these are badass. I'm going to keep them. Like Tina Fey, has, Tina Fey has a cool scar oh, yeah. on her face. I was like, this is like distinguished. And this is like, it's like a battle scar. It's, it's, it really is. Scar. That's a survival exactly. scar. I think it's great. So, um, yeah. When you're putting <laughs> your makeup on, I know it's been a while since this has happened to you. Are they like, do you still look at them and remember like, wow, I fucking survived something that I got very lucky. I mean, a a different type of fall, it could have ended very differently. Do you ever look at your scars and you're like, I remember that and I... Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like I don't know if I had like take you understand a. Her? <laughs> I don't know if it's like that. I had like have a moment with myself when I do that, but I, I think it's when I do see it, it is because I see it every day. That is, it is a reminder every day. Of so whether I'm whether it's like a conscious thing, it's subconsciously for sure. Okay. Yeah. I've always wondered that. I've never asked you that question before because uh-huh. I have like this dog bite on my leg. And I remember it happened like before I went into junior high and junior high is very intimidating and it was really ugly and people were like, oh, you have such a disgusting birthmark on your leg. And I'm like, well, I was like attacked by a dog. (laughs) But still, every time I see it, I'm like, I remember all of those things and how self-conscious I was. And now I think it's like the cutest thing ever. I I love scars. I think... Yeah, I do too. We're so weird. Okay, you guys are, you guys are fu- <laughs> fucking awkward. Okay, we're moving on we're from fucking this. Awkward. I, I'm done with the scars. <laughs> you guys are freaking me out. Now you're going to want to go have a scar. I'm done with this. You're going to tattoo a scar on your body. Oh, or Lord have mercy. Okay, no. question. We're about to get married. Yes. Following your Yay. footsteps. Yay. Any advice going into the final stretch, because we're getting pretty close, and, and and what was it like right after for you? Was there anything different? Did it feel different? So just, just <laughs> Yeah, because you and Thomas were together for a long time before you got married, so like, yeah. kind of like answer, us. yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Try well, to remember. Do you, you know, do you want to know what's crazy is that this year, Tom and I will have been together yeah. for a decade. Ten so. years. Oh, so you've been together ten years? Yes. This year oh, is our ten years. That's a lifetime. So, um, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Well, it's, you know, it's, I have this really strange, funny analogy that um, for after you get married, it's it's weird. It's like, you know, you have the iPhone, but you, they have the iOS update. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's like so it's like you get married and then it's like the, the iOS update happens. It's still the same phone, but oh. it's like, you know, but <laughs> it, 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 that is amazing. So, it, so it's like, you know, it's that is one of the best. Analogies maybe I've maybe heard. there's like some new. F- Features and it maybe it, it maybe like I can't. it runs I can't. Katie, it runs a little faster. 
runs a little faster, functions, you know, but it's still the same device. It's still, you know, yes. same apps probably. But that could be one of the coolest so things I've ever heard. Take Tim, do you feel the same way? Absolutely. Yeah, so, it's, so, so I don't, it's the same Lala. But it's got a bunch of different features. Well, maybe, you know, maybe. It, just, it, it maybe runs a little faster. Okay. Or like the bugs have maybe been worked right. out. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I like I, that. I like, I like that. it. Just, it it feels yeah. like it feels just a little more like permanent in a good way. Like in you feel like, like the the the. The questions, the doubts kind of go away. Because you, like, you just feel like this is my person for life. Right. right. The rest of your life gets to start right. finally. That, and that's, it, there's nothing I better that's about we, that. So Schwartzy, I, Schwartzy yeah. said something so cute when we went uh, to Florida for New Year's. Mm hmm. You guys were in a tiff. Randall and I had already had our tiff, and it was your guys' turn. <laughs> yeah, it moves, it moves and, around the group. Yeah, yes. yes. And you were off talking to Randall, talking him off the ledge, and I was talking Shorts off. <laughs> well, yeah. Shorts, he wasn't even on the ledge. Because teamwork. I was, yeah, teamwork. I was talking teamwork. to him, and he was like, here's the thing, Law. Like, that's my bub. We've been together 10 years. Like, we do this shit. It's like, come on, bub. We're all good. Yeah. 10 years. Yeah, I'm it was like, like that's nothing. So it was like right. nothing. Ours is like, like. You're stuck with me, dude. We've been doing this for yeah, 10 years. You and I are like, we're like. Oh my God. I just, you know what? I'm not talking to her. I, she's not, I'm not talking to him. It's like, it's, I, I feel like when we walk down the aisle, it'll, it'll just kind of the little things maybe peel yeah. away a little bit. Did easier. you cry when you walked down the aisle? Um, no, Tom and I did a first look. Oh, you, oh, you saw each other before. We did, so we did our photos and everything before the ceremony, but he, so he and I did our photos first. So he okay. and I did a first look together. Where did it's you just, cry when you saw him then? Yeah. Okay. So it was just, so, it was just he and I together and it was, we had that special moment. But then when he did his vows, it was like, Oh God. It was right. waterworks then? Oh God. Yeah. Okay. It was like, mm. what about him? <laughs> him too? Yes. Both. Oh, he, and he was crying through his vows the whole time. Like, he was, <laughs> you know, and then, and then I, I had to do him. my vows after him and I was trying to read through mine and I couldn't even, I was you just, get through. and mine were horrible compared to him. And I started like winging it halfway through and no. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, wait, how does that feel when you're in that moment? If the other person like, Digs a little deeper, let's oh, say. Oh yeah, what if uh, his vows top what I've written? I knew, I knew Tom's I were gonna be better mine. anyway. I already, I had you knew Tom's it. were gonna be better. Yeah, and I should have. And gone. she knows mine are gonna be five star because I've worked on it for nine months now. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh. I've edited, re-edited. I'm on like version number. When 12. did you write yours? Like the day of. Gangster. That's what she'll do. I mean, I've written mine already. But really? Yeah. Why don't we read them out? I on just the think. No. I just think that. <laughs> dry run. <laughs> I mean, I just was like, I just. I'm going to love you forever, bub. That's well, it. Like, I just, you know. I love that. I'm that's really, love but you, you know forever. what? Here's I love thing. the shit out of and me And then forever. bub went and got bubba tattooed on his ass. Well, that was before. Yeah. Wow. Bubba. So it was commitment from the jump. But here's the great thing. You, you know he has bubba get... tattooed no, on his ass, I, I right? I don't need to know. That. How would I know that? Do that you even I would have... watch Vanderpump Rules? You're not a true blue fan. Tom's never pulled down his pants for you. <laughs> <laughs> He does it. For, I'm sh you, you haven't maybe, seen it. Maybe I, I remember it. I think on the I show. I expect you to get Lala tattooed on your ass. There's no fucking chance. You're dreaming. When you all the times that you've literally <clears throat> tried to bet him money to get your name tattooed on his ass. No, he's, I, never, he's agreed. By the way, he's I know. I know. Times, I've gotten phone calls. I've gotten the phone calls. But you guys, but he's never mentioned that, that he has it tattooed. No, <laughs> I don't no. believe it. I, I really, I, it I swear, I really don't remember this. I maybe on the show I do remember it, like back in the day. I mean, we were talking about like 
six, seven years ago this happened, right? Like in the beginning of the show. No. Well, it was probably no, it like, like season five, I think. No, not when you were on the show. It was yes, before it did. you. It had to be. Yeah. I was on the show because oh, yeah. okay, Sandoval so got the, the bacon A. Listen, I'm the old, guys. I'm old. Age. Just okay. I'm old. It, it's okay. Take, take, give me a. He's give me suddenly a okay. forgetting things that are very important. It's okay. Okay. Last, uh, last few questions. I, I think. Um, so you uh, have the wine, right? Or the which is a weho? Which is a weho so, wine? Do you want to tell us about that? Just how it started, and and then well, what's going on with it? Yeah. So myself and Kristen Stasi. Yeah started um which is we have wine it's called potion well we have potion number one which is pinot grigio i love that's my favorite and potion number two which is a rosé i like that and too. they're available um on knocking point knocking point knocking point.com which is a it's a wine club but you can buy it all the cards so you can buy you can buy it by the case oh i love this. or you can, you can subscribe because they've got um amazing wine so it's some um, from walla walla washington okay as well and they've got um Washington is really great wines, but it's delicious. It is. It is. When I delicious. was, I don't even think I got to taste it because I got sober before it came out. Though even the Pinot Grigio, I think so. Oh, dang. I smelled it. Listen, I you have smelled it. You have smelled it. <laughs> smelled before, great. Before we wrap this up, I just I, I think Katie should bring to our wedding some of this, uh, which is WeHo wine, so I could really just get lit. Are you ready all to commit to that? Oh, hell yeah. Yes. Hell I'm yeah. In. I'm in. I'm in. I'm I in. love it. I'm in. I. All right. Katie Maloney, I want you to do one thing before you leave with that. <laughs> people that are out there who struggle with mean people saying things negative about their body, what would be your best piece of advice for them? My best piece of advice would be to remember your own worth and that other people don't get to decide that for you. That every day that you get to just wake up and look in the mirror and say, bitch, you are the shit and that you're worth it because you at the end of the day, like it is your relationship with yourself that matters and that you are like, you are going to be like the most important relationship that you have and to tune out the noise. It's just, it is just noise after all. And even though it can be loud, you just have to just tune it out, take inventory of your life. What's important, what brings you value and invest in that and continue to reinvest in that. I love that. That's amazing. Thank you that. so much. Thank you, Katie. To my bestie, Katie Maloney. I love you we so love much. You. Thank you, babe. You're welcome. Lala, my love. I just wanted to call and tell you that you and your boo, Randall, are the shit. We love listening to you guys, and you guys have a kick-ass podcast so far. So please, please, please keep it up. I'm addicted already. Bye. Thank you, my loves, to everyone who has already left us epic messages. And keep them coming because we love hearing from you guys. Call us anytime at 866-LALAPOD. That's 866-LALAPOD. Yes, thank you for listening. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.